just in our community. He's still worthy of all the praise. Because I know that in him and through him and by him, we all are overcomers. Amen. Thank you guys this morning for getting here, setting all this out. Thank you for just being uh, available and willing to take the gospel forward. special. We're just here to be used and here to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. This morning, I know that uh, obviously it's different than normal, but who knows what normal is now, and uh, this is what we're doing, and uh, we'll continue to do so uh, to make sure that you guys can come together in any manner capacity, uh, any way, shape, or form to worship together. Uh, this morning I, I felt to just uh, minister, and I'm not going to keep you very long, but after everything that's going on, and um, can you turn me down in this? Because I don't want to hear me. Um, everything that's going on in our, our society, and, and even in our own personal, our, our, our own church right here, uh, as of recent, I felt in my heart to just come to minister this morning and using for a subject, all my hope is in Jesus. And I hope that this morning that's where you place your hope. And if you're looking for where to turn in your word, you can turn to Acts chapter 2, 42 through 47. But uh, this morning, um, you know, I've been troubled in my heart by a lot of things that are going on, not in, just, not in society, but within the church. And how many people lash out at one another instead of uh, extending the love of Christ to one another. But many are searching and many are seeking today. They're longing, they're hoping, they're, they're doing whatever they can, and they're looking hard, but unfortunately, most people are looking in the wrong place. My hope, and what I'm going to say is uh, you guys shouldn't be surprised by this, but my hope is not found in the White House whomever may occupy that. My hope is not found in county leadership or even the commissioners of Lincoln County. I do vote, I do know what I'm looking for, but my hope is not in those individuals. My hope is not in government. My hope is seated at the right hand of the Father and his name is Jesus. That's my hope. That's our hope. And all my hope is in him. And and in our, in our hands and in your hand, you should be holding what is, we know the truth, the Word of God, the Bible. All 1,189 chapters of it, 31,173 verses of it, all 773,692 words are true. And some people don't like that. Some people want to argue. Some people want to debate. And that's your prerogative. That's your business. But it does not deny that it's the truth. And the truth will make you free. And that truth, his name is Jesus Christ, and we know that. The Great Commission says to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. So this week we had a privilege in, in to, to sit down for a short while and enjoy a, a dinner uh, with not only friends of ours, but... Um, people who minister with us and you guys know that outreach is coming and we've been talking about this and 
uh, some things are going or are set in motion and are planned. So if you like being outside, good, because there's a lot of opportunities coming up for you guys. But we're doing this for one reason, not to say look at Lakeside Church, not to say look at us, not to be popular, not to do any of that, but to point anyone and everyone to Jesus Christ. That is the only reason we do what we do. So we teach them to observe all things whatsoever, what all things, what the Word of God says. So we need to know now that we need to proclaim more than ever the gospel. Not your opinion, not your thought, not your, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in Acts chapter 2, if you're there, 42 through 47, uh, let me get there. My, the wind blew my pages. 42 through 47 in Acts uh, 2 says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine of fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things uh, common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them unto all men and as every man had need. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house uh, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily as should be saved. So right here in this text, we read of the early church, and they had the proper content, they had the proper character, and they had the proper commitment. And as a result of those three, the proper consequences were always coming about. The proper content, the proper character, the proper commitment. And as a result, the proper consequences were always brought forth. So when we... Uh, will preach and teach the proper content, which is the Word of God, not our opinion, the proper consequences will always come forward. And those consequences aren't for us to be seen, to be put on a pedestal. And I'm going to say it because I'm a pastor and I can say what I'm going to say, is that we have a lot of people that are looking to promote themselves and a lot of churches that are looking to promote their own body. When we are called to promote the kingdom of God, to lift one another up, to encourage one another. Yeah, sure, we want you to come here, but it's not about us. In 1 Corinthians 1, you guys know this, verses 18 through 21, says, For the preaching of the cross is to them who perish foolishness. It don't make sense. So we try to water down, we try to, to dress up, we try to, to make it sound okay or sound good. But it says, for the preaching of the cross is to them who perish foolishness, but unto us who are saved it is the power of God. There's nothing else that needs to be proclaimed but except the gospel of Jesus Christ. But unto us who are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise and where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them who believe. So we have the simplicity of what the early church preached, which was the, which was, which was the gospel and is the gospel, the message of the cross, if you will, Christ and Him crucified. This is what they proclaimed. And because they proclaimed that as the content, and because their commitment was to proclaim the, the, the finished work of Jesus Christ, and they had that content, they had that commitment, they had a proper uh, 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 consequence, if you will, which was a result, the church was added to daily as those who should be saved. The, the, the lost were being found, and it wasn't just about filling up places. It was about seeing lives changed. 
right now we want to push and we want to argue and we want to throw our, th our thoughts and our ideas and our opinions out there to sway somebody to agree with us when what we should be doing is proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we know that they were preaching 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 2, For I determined, Paul writing, not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. So their content was right, and that content produces the proper character in your life. Character and reputation we know are two different things. Character is who you are. Your reputation is who people think you are. And you are who you are when you're alone. You are who you are when you're by yourself. So the, the proper content in your life, the Word of God will produce the proper character in your life. It will make you whom He desires you to be. And right now, you know what? This is people wondering, what in the world are you doing outside? The church isn't called to just be in a building. I'm glad people are slowing down. I'm glad people are wondering, what in the world are they doing? We're here to proclaim that Jesus Christ is the answer. He's the only answer. He is your only hope. Right now, people are turning to drugs. They're turning to alcohol. They're turning to anything and everything to try to hide or, or water down or to mask an issue in their life. And it's never going to go away. The only hope is found in Jesus Christ. So the content was right, and that content produced the proper character. And when your character is right, then you're not going to do things that you once did. You're not going to be involved in things that are questionable. You're not going to be involved in things that are, are detrimental to not only yourselves, but those around you. Did you know it may surprise you, and people could probably hear me, that there are drug deals that go down in this church parking lot? Did you know that? Why? Because people's character is jacked up. Yes, this is a great area. We live in a great community, a great neighborhood. But when they built this thing called the Nature Preserve over there, it brings about people looking to make an easy deal. So why are we coming outside? To proclaim the gospel, that your hope ain't found in an exchange made from hand to hand. It's only going to be found in an exchange called a divine exchange when you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ. So it was by delivering the word that brought about the right manifestation, which was a demonstration of the Holy Spirit. And you know that we mean by that it's not running around and yelling and screaming and acting a fool. It's none of that. The, 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 the demonstration of the Holy Spirit comes in one's life when the 1 Corinthians 2 verse 4 says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power. So it's by the anointed word of God, preached under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that will produce in our hearts, your heart, your soul, and your mind, understanding verse 5 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. This is a demonstration of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, changing your mindset, changing your thought, even changing who you have been your whole entire life, knowing that my hope is not found in man, but it's found in Jesus Christ. So we must ever be committed to the content which is Christ in Him crucified to produce the proper character which brings about the proper consequences in our lives. It's, it's in John 8 and 31 that we find Jesus speaking to, 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 to the Jews which believed on him. And he said, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. So it's continuing in his word. How long do we continue? As long as you're here. The beauty of, the, uh, of, the, of living as a believer or the Christian life or, or those who are saved 
or some people call you nuts or whatever they want to call you. But the beauty of it is you're never finished. You're never done. There is no retirement age. There is no you're, you're too old or you're too young. It's continuing in his word always. So it was at the preaching of Peter, uh, uh, he preached the word when he stood up with the eleven and, and he lifted up his voice. In, in Acts we read, And he said unto them, You men of Judea and all you men who dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken unto my words. Acts first, uh, chapter 2 verse 15 says, For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is about the third hour of the day. But this, what you see, what you wonder, uh, you, you see when the, when the Holy Spirit moves, wonder is, is, I guess, brought forth. They wonder what's going on. They wonder why you're outside. They wonder why are you doing these things. They wonder why would you, would you, would you whatever, go out and, and, and just love people. Why would you do that? This is what happens when the Holy Spirit moves in our lives and, 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 he's, and he's, he's moving you to, to, to share and to let the light shine. The Holy Spirit moves, the wonder will always exist. And he said, but this is that, and what is that? That was what was spoken by the prophet Joel and said, It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit of my spirit upon all flesh. Meaning what? All flesh. Young, old, black, white, brown, yellow, everything in between. Tall, short, in shape of whatever shape you may be in. He's going to pour out upon all flesh. And he said that I will pour out of my spirit, not anything else, but out of my spirit, the spirit of God, which is what we need to be leading in our lives. Upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see vision and old men shall dream dreams. And I wonder what has happened to the wonder, even in the church. Because if we don't believe it, then what world makes you think somebody else is going to? If we don't live it, what in the world makes you think somebody else is going to want a desire to, 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 to be a part of what you are a part of or, or to partake in, in, in Christ Jesus if you don't really truly believe it? You can say in your mouth all day long, but if you don't let your life match your words, I can promise you there ain't nobody buying. And again, the gospel's not for sale. So I wonder what has happened to us. Psalm 27 and verse 14 says, Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say wait on the Lord. In Acts 1 and verse 4, we are told to wait for the promise of the Father. And that promise being the Holy Spirit, and that was fulfilled in, in uh, verse 8 of chapter 1 in Acts. He says, but you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Can I tell you that I was saved not to whine, but to worship. I was saved to be a witness. I was saved not to, not to doubt, but to follow him. I was saved not to, not to argue with people, but to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to follow him. So the, that, that he, would, he saved us and that Holy Spirit dwells in us to be a witness. Where? Everywhere we go. So what has happened to waiting on the Lord? What has happened to waiting? We don't like to wait. Everything now is so fast. It's, it's crazy if, if, if you don't, if you, whatever, if you put something on your phone or on the computer and it don't pop up like that, you're getting irritated because you just need it now. You got microwave. Man, there ain't no better popcorn than that on a stove. Microwave popcorn is not as good as if you cook it on a, on a stove in a pot with oil. 
or oil. I say oil. But anyway, it's not as good. Why? Because you got to wait on it. So when, when, we, when we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, when will we believe the church? When will we believe his word with what his word says, that I am come that they may have life, but yet he, he, there's more to it that you may have it or have it more abundantly. And abundance doesn't mean just things. It doesn't mean just stuff. And you may have an abundance of stuff. That's terrific. And nowhere in God's Word does it say that you need to be dirt poor and, and, and walk everywhere. But if you do, that's terrific. Not, maybe not terrific for you, but that's fine. But yet we're not to just look for things of, of, of the nice stuff. The abundant life comes in an abundance of joy and peace. And, and, and even in the middle of all this craziness and the chaos... So when will we believe, uh, as the woman did, with the issue of blood and will press on uh, to, to not just touch the hem of his garment, but because of the finished work of Jesus Christ at Calvary's cross, we don't have to just touch the hem of his garment. He now dwells in us, reading back to the Holy Spirit dwelling. He, the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, he dwelling in us. He lives in us. I don't... I, don't, I will be desperate enough to push through the crowd to get to what he has, but I can rest in Christ. If we think that we have to crawl and beg and claw our way to get to something, all we got to do is receive because it's already been done. But we want to make ourselves, poor old pitiful me, look what I'm going through. I got scuff marks on my knees because I'm dragging myself just to be so sacrificial when I can't do anything but receive what he's done for me. We make it about sacrifice. He paid the sacrifice. There is a sacrifice. Don't get me wrong. There is things that you just don't do. There is time that comes that you'll, you'll give up, and, and those things aren't considered a sacrifice anymore because you do it willingly. We sing a song, and I, and I, I always wonder why, and I don't know, understand fully. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house. Why is praise a sacrifice? It should be willing. That's just me, the way I think. It should be a glad thing to do. I, I gladly praise his name. I gladly worship him. So, so John 15, 4 says, Abide in me by the way of the cross, by what Christ did. There is that You can do that now. You abide in him and you walk with him. So we walk with him, and he walks in us. So, so how can we say we believe, or how can we believe that somebody else will believe if we don't live it? If we are all tore up about what took place last Tuesday, I don't even know what that was, and I'm not going to go there. My hope is in Jesus. Your hope is in Jesus. That's where your hope is. His word is a living word, and it's an anointed word. Hebrews 4 and verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick, meaning alive, not, not fast, because we can take that as everything's going to happen just like that, and it can, but it's alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and joints and marrows, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. I love steak. Man, I love steak. 
but I like filet. I do because there's no fat on it. Fat is the flavor, and we like that. But flavor ain't always good for our lives. And what happens when the Holy Spirit begins to work in your life and you begin to allow the Word of God to not only just be a part of you, but be who you are, that dividing begins to take place in your life, that cutting away begins to take place in your life, and, and, and the things that don't need to be there, whatever those things may be, begin to, to, to be taken from you, and it won't just, you won't be so miserable, you'll be glad they're gone. You'll be glad they're taken away. Not, not that you had to do it, but he saw fit for them to be gone in your life. So the Word of God is the answer for every problem. In Ephesians 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 3 through 14, and I'm going to read because we don't have service tonight. I can take a little bit of time. 3 through 14 says, Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. I hope you, uh, if you, in your, if you circle or underline or take notes, underline that part, write it down, whatever it may be. But heavenly places in Christ, verse four says, and according as He has chosen us in Him, another part to to circle, underline, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Not meaning that you in yourself aren't going to do anything wrong. But in Christ, you are justified. You are redeemed. So that's how you are looked at as righteous. Verse 5 says, Having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace wherein he is abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he has purposed in himself, that in the dispensation and the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, and even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance." being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of the glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom, verse 13, in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth of the, of the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So we find that in him we're blessed. Nothing else. In Him we're blessed. Uh, I, I don't have a, a three-point message. I don't have a, a ten-point message. I have a one-point message. Turn to Jesus. That's where all your hope needs to be. All your hope's found in Him. All, all that you'll ever need is found in Christ and His finished work. If you need healing, Isaiah 55 and verse, or 53 and verse 5 and 1 Peter 2 and verse 24 says, By His stripes you are healed. That healing may not come when you think. That healing may not even be here while you're alive. But still, rest assured, in Christ, you're healed if you're saved. You need a, 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 a safe place or safety or refuge, and you need strength. Psalm 46 and verse 1 says, God is our refuge and our strength. He's a very present help in trouble. 
If you need peace, John 14 and verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I don't have nothing to worry about. I don't have anything to worry. I've been accused of a lot of stuff since March. Since March, our church has been blasted on social media on this Denver town talk for having service. I'm not going to get into the argument, but there ain't nothing going to stop me from preaching the gospel. And there's nothing going to stop me or, or stop me or keep me from worshiping my God. Nothing. And if, if, it, if it wants to, and we can look at it as bad publicity. Let me tell you something. Everybody don't go, ain't going to agree with you, and everybody's not going to do what you think they should be doing. If, if it's bad publicity for preaching the good news of Jesus Christ, then give me the bad publicity. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. There's nothing else to real. I don't really have an argument. I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to tell you I'm, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. So, so you, you left behind, when you were saved, you left behind the old man, and, and that old man was full of things that you didn't want to be. The old whoever it was, whatever it may have been, and it may not have been as crazy and, 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 and out there as some people, but it does not matter what it was. Without Christ, we had no hope. Without Christ, we were dead in sins and trespasses. Where are you getting at? Ephesians chapter 2, read it. So you left behind that old man because in that old man you could not find what you needed. Couldn't find it. You'd look for it everywhere. Some people would snort it. Some people would smoke it. Some people would inject it. Some people would Google it. Whatever it may be, but you could not find what you needed. What you needed was a void to be filled in your life that will never be filled by, by temporary pleasure. Listen to me carefully. Temporary pleasure. There is pleasure temporarily in a sinful lifestyle. Temporary. But the Bible tells us that wages of sin are death. People don't like to hear that. People don't like to hear that there is a heaven and hell. And the wages of sin are death. But hell does not have to be your eternal destination. That doesn't have to be a place that you, that's not a place intended nor designed for people to go. So we leave that behind. Why? Because that's not the life where, where purpose or pleasure or peace is found. There's nothing found in that that, that's, that the temporary fix will go away. Drink an energy drink. Temporarily you have energy, but after it wears off, you ain't got none. I, I've, never, I've never used drugs, but... People who have, they tell me, man, it's crazy, but after it's gone, it's gone, and then I need it again. They're looking to fill an eternal, an eternal void with a temporary fix. That's the old man. But the new man, in Christ Jesus, that old man's passed away, but... But behold, the word says, behold, all things have become new. All things meaning all of everything about you. Sure, the exterior may not change. Sometimes it can't change. I can't help the fact that I ain't got much hair and whatever. And, and I can't help the fact that, that at one point in time, both my ears were pierced. And you can still see dots where they were. And, and I don't care. If you don't like that, get over it. I'm not who I used to be. 
but I'm in Christ Jesus. I'm not looking for those temporary pleasures anymore. I know that my hope is found in Him. So even, but listen to me, even when you walk in Christ, guess what? There is still pain there. There is still trouble there. There is still those things that are going to be there. And in fact, the Word tells us when the enemy, not if, but when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Word says, I shall raise up a standard that is against him. So we should know that trouble is going to come. It ain't just going to be all great and, and, and just my, my terminology, hunky-dory. It, it isn't just going to be that way. There's trouble that's going to come. This is why Jesus said, John 14, 27, to let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid of what? Anything. It don't matter what it may be. Right now, it's, it's, it's crazy. But the pain is still going to be there. The trouble is still going to be there. Those things are still going to be there. Jesus said, to come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart the only two things jesus said about himself i am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light so when you're living for jesus when he's living through you it's not a burden it's a joy it's a joy it's a joy to come out here and set all this stuff up and to roll it up and to set it back up in there and to put everything back where it needed to be. And it's a joy. Why? Because it's not for us. It's, it's about, about, about preaching and, and sharing the love of Christ. So, so who is this word intended for? It's intended for all of us. Some of us may feel nothing. Nothing. Some of us have been in that place, and, and we know since March and, and since all of this stuff has been taking place and, the, and the people call it, want to call it lockdown or shutdown or whatever you want to call it, the depression has been higher than, than uh, normal and suicide has been higher than normal and anxiety and all of those things have been higher than normal. Why? Because people are searching, they're longing for, for fellowship, they're longing for communion. But I can tell you it's good to commune together, to fellowship with one another, but our only hope is found in Jesus Christ whether I'm by myself or surrounded by thousands. So all of us may, or some of us may feel nothing, but I can hear almost in my spirit, or, or not almost, but I can hear in my spirit the Lord saying, Son of man, can these bones live again? Thus says the Lord of God unto, unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. Speaking of Ezekiel, when, when he prophesied to the bones, or the dry valley, if you will. So we know that Ezekiel, he prophesied as the Lord commanded, and then there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, the word says, uh, there was a noise and behold there was shaking there's a noise that's going on in some of us today and there is a shaking that's going on in some of us today and I I pray that you'll live again and not just exist whoever's watching or whoever will watch I find it amazing that our our, our, our broadcasts reach on average about 5,000 people a week but there's people that are desperate and I'm telling you that you don't have to be miserable but you can live again you can live again. So what's going on here today all depends on you. It all depends on what you what you what what did you come believing for? What did you expect to receive? Well, we're outside, Jason. We we, we so what? 
I read in Romans where Paul wrote first in verse 14 of Romans chapter 1, he said, I am a debtor to the Greek, the barbarian, both the wise and the unwise. And in that day, it didn't, barbaric was not meant as a derogatory term, but if you were not uh, considered uh, a Greek, or Greek, in the Greek, you were considered barbarian. But anyway, he said, I, am, I'm, I, I owe it. Sorry, I moved off the camera. I'm going back. I owe it to everybody. I'm moving back. Hold on. We don't have a camera person to follow me around, and you know I like to move. But I'm determined. He, he, said, he went on to say, uh, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But first he had to realize, I owe it. Why did he owe it? Because he knew the change that took place in his life. He knew that all of his hope was in him. So it's in our, it is our own selves who limits what he will do in our lives. I want to, I desire to experience him as I've never experienced him before. We can make up every excuse in the world as to why we're not. We can put it off on anything. We can blame anybody. We can, we can come up with whatever we want. But it's us who determines, not determines, but it's us who, who well, we do determine to reject or receive what he has for us in our lives. I don't, I don't believe in the whole... Uh, the, the whole name it, claim it, all that mumbo-jumbo, but I do know that, that, that Christ desires more for your life, more, for you, more for than you to just sit and be miserable because the enemy will flood your mind if you allow him with, with, with crazy thoughts, with, with the, that you're alone, that nobody else cares, that, that the, you're, you're the only one experiencing or going through. So I want to ask you this morning... Where is your hope? Where is your joy? Where is your peace? Even where is your healing? Where is all of that? It's found in Jesus. And if you've been looking for it in a temporary pleasure, I can promise you'll never find it. You'll never find it. You'll never find that satisfying peace that's only found in Christ in anything else. You'll never find that joy unspeakable. You'll never find that drive and desire to share the gospel within yourself. It only comes through Christ working in and through your life. So this morning, or this evening, whatever this may be, I don't, what do you call after 12, this evening? I call it still this morning. I ask you a question simply, what are you believing for? I'm believing, I'm believing for not just this area. I'm believing for this county. I'm believing that, that, that the gospel is going to go forward in a way and in a manner it had never has before. I'm believing that lives are going to be changed in an alarming rate and that the church is going to be added to daily. How? By people coming to know Jesus Christ. Not meaning Lakeside Church. I'm talking about the church, people preaching and sharing the gospel. Why would you believe that? Because that's what we should be believing for. That's the whole purpose is for us to be like Christ. That's what he did. He changed everything. And when we're blending in and not standing out, there's a problem. I'm not saying you're better. We're not better. I'm not better than anybody. We're just people. We're just whosoever's. And I could tell you that he desires to move in your life today, even outside even while people are driving by wondering what a bunch of nuts are doing out there. He desires to move in your life today where you're at, in your car, 
on the tailgate in your house watching. I know a lot of you guys are, are at home watching. He desires to move in your life. And if you'll just take time to worship him and receive what he has. So you'll leave today. If you leave with what you carried here, your problems, your, your whatever they are, you leave that way because you choose to. But you, or could, you could surrender them to him today and let him move in your life. You guys would just come on. I want to ask you the, today if you're comfortable, whatever, get out of your car or whatever or just to stand and worship him to receive what he has for you because I have nothing without him John 15 5 in fact tells me that I can do nothing without him so today whatever you find going on in your life if anybody can hear my voice and they may be listening through the woods or on their porch or whatever, wondering, what is that racket going on? It's not racket. It's good news. Jesus came to change your life today. Right now. Right now could be the defining moment, a definitive moment in your life that you'll look back and say, what is this date? What's the date's date? It's October something. The 4th. That as a day I surrendered all to him. And I realize all my hope is in Jesus. In a gravel parking lot on Pine Ridge Drive. Today I want you to stand and however you feel to respond to him draw you because I promise you he is. And let him just bless you today and receive what he has. Oh, my hope 
day's gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood Oh, my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday's gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood Oh, my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday's gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood I'm no stranger to prison I've worn shackles and chains I've been freed and forgiven I'm not going back, I'll never be the same Well, oh, my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday is gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood Oh, my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday's gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood From Pine Ridge to Old Willis School Road to Ingleside Farm to Beth Haven, whatever the road is, y'all live off y'all live off Beth Haven. To wherever everything in between. I'm telling you that he's gonna be lifted up. From Denver to Yatkinville. We have a campus in Yatkinville. He's going to be proclaimed. Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. Oh, my sins are Second verse, I'm no stranger to prison. I've worn shackles and chains. I've been freed and forgiven. 
forgiven I'm not going back I'll never be the same Oh, my hope is in Jesus Thank God my yesterday is gone Oh, my sins are forgiven I've been washed by the blood. Sing it again, oh my hope. Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday is gone. Oh, my sins are forgiven. I've been washed by the blood. Coming in a couple weeks, and if you've been here for a while, you know I don't mind holding people's feet to the fire. I was told if we had a bus, it'd be driven. We, we got a bus, it needs to be driven. We got a van, it's going to be driven. And it's going to ride down into Denver Shores every Sunday and every Wednesday. Those who hop on will hop on. Those who don't, don't. But if we don't make the opportunity available, don't complain. I'm believing for a harvest like you've never known before. I'm believing for an outpouring like you've never seen before. I'm believing for those that do not have hope that they'll be able to stand here with us and sing, all my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. I'm believing for it, and I need you, and I'm asking you to believe with me because my Bible tells me that nothing is impossible with him. We should, if anybody in this whole entire county should know that nothing's impossible, it should be those that are here at Lakeside Church. Because we've watched everything that people said is impossible. We've watched with our eyes him do it. We watched him open the door uh, about five years ago to buy this property over here that was not for sale, but he made a way. We watched him make a way to, to, to provide another building debt-free for the gospel to go forth in, in Yatkinville. We watched him do it. So you ought to know that nothing's impossible for him. So don't, don't doubt. Just believe. Just believe. Today, October the 4th, is a day to remember. Because this gospel, this truth... It ain't gonna be. It ain't never been watered down, or it's never been withheld. But I'm telling you, we're gonna put wheels to it. We're gonna put wheels to it. Boy, we ain't got a trailer yet. We don't have to have a trailer. It's gonna be mobile. Yeah, it goes out over the internet. But I'm telling you, people are looking for something real. They're not looking for a for a a, a social uh, interaction uh, over. over a screen. They're looking for somebody real. And I'm telling you, if you're saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, give them the real thing. Share the love with them. Tell them the hope. Tell them the hope that you have. We love you guys. Tune in tonight. We won't have service here. Our Yakinville campus will. Tune in to Yakinville campus. Remember, next Sunday, we will have service in-house. Praise God. In-house. Hopefully, uh, this coming week, 
Summer Mitch, I just want to remind you, uh, hopefully after Monday, the sanding will be done on the drywall. We'll be ready to start painting. Uh, just look on Facebook, and if you're wondering if it's ready, just if you could text one of us, we'll let you know for sure if you desire to help do so. Uh, but we, we're trying to get this done as quick as possible so that we can rest a little bit before homecoming weekend. Uh, thank you to those who have helped. Thank you to those who have prayed. I know some people are just tied up. You can't. I know you wish you could. I understand all of that. If you want to pray for something specific, pray for strength for myself and 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 uh, and those that have been here. Dennis, me and Dennis have been here for a long time this week. And hallelujah, Dennis. We put in some time, but uh, thank God for the privilege that we have to do that. But it's been a good time of fellowship. But uh, come if you want to help. This week we'll be here every day. Don't ask if. We